This is John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast, where John knows way too much about wrestling and Ann doesn't know enough. Here we go. Now we're not. Now we're live. Hey, we're live coming at you from... Actually, uh, we're not live at all. We're taping this. We're always taping this. We've never done this podcast live. They don't know that. If we did do this podcast live, I feel like you would fall apart. Yeah. (laughs) I I would probably be like... Because you'd get so mad at me for interrupting. We only have a certain amount of time, okay? Yeah, and you'd be like... "Uh, yeah no I don't, i'm not i'm just kidding you wouldn't you wouldn't get mad at me you never get mad at me no i'm allowed to do whatever i want you never get mad at me no it's because i'm yeah. fearful yeah you're terrified of me yeah you know? remember how meekly this morning i asked you if you wanted to order a sandwich yeah you were like, like genuinely seemingly afraid of me i have posted you the way a cat approaches like a plastic bag it doesn't recognize yeah and it's like maybe no and I'm just like, am I a monster? Like, what is happening? These are the questions you have to ask yourself. You know? <laughs> I don't know what I did, ladies and gentlemen. No. I don't know what I did. Somewhere along the line, I guess, you know, I guess, you know, here's the thing. I was raised in a land called Nebraska mm-hmm. by people who are defined by um, f- hard farm life. Yeah. The hard life of growing up either on a farm or as the child of immigrants. Um, but it, it hard lives. People who've lived hard lives. Mm-hmm. So I have kind of a, a, a tough demeanor sometimes. A little bit of coldness. Although I'm very friendly. It's funny because if I was to describe myself this way to anybody I work with, none of them would agree because I'm, I'm, from, I'm a very friendly person. Yeah. Very nice. But behind closed doors and <laughs> private, you know, the mask comes off, you know. <laughs> I'm not mean. No, you're not mean. You're I'm, not mean at all. I'm a little, I'm not very emotional, I guess. Am I? Yeah, I think you're more like reserved in your emotions sometimes. Well, then you. Yeah, yeah. I can't help it. I See, if anything, I should be the one who's like big and boisterous because I'm, I'm an Italian guy from New York. I should just be like... Do you want to order a sandwich? What's going on? Well, and I'm I mean, like not com- mad at compared all. Compared to me, you are more That's loud. True. That's true. But like, yeah, you're not very boisterous. Yeah. Because you're like, you know what you are? You're like, um, you're like a rescue cat that hides under the bed all the time. Yeah. And once in a while you come out and you want to tell me a story. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're, you don't handle new things too well. No, I go hide again. Yeah. But when I feel safe, fine. Then you're going to come tell me a story. Yeah. Then I'm going to make biscuits. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, those are our different personalities, I guess. I don't know. I always feel like we have the same personality because... Yeah, we're pretty similar. Yeah. Except you think I'm an extrovert. You are an extrovert. I am not an extrovert. You are such an extrovert. I'm perhaps more extroverted than you at times, but I am an introvert. I've even taken personality quizzes, like the standardized. Well, I mean, I realize I don't know you as well as the personality quizzes probably do. Yeah. But like having spent several years in close proximity with you, I think that you like talking to people. 
I think I'm an, an, an introverted Italian man. So I think it's just like, I can't oh. help but talk. Yeah. But but I don't like to talk. At big groups, I can't, I, I'll like clam up. Usually. I guess also because Unless you, I zero in on somebody I know and I'm comfortable with. Because you do stuff like talk to your friends on the phone. Mm-hmm. I've never done that. I mean, yeah. I guess I've done that like in emergency situations, but it's very rare for me to talk to someone on the phone. Even my own parents I talk to on the phone maybe once a month. Yeah. Like, it's I, just not a thing that I, I do. I actually have to call my mom more. My mom asked you me do. to call her more and my and my sister called me today and we were talking and then she was like, you should call your mother more. So I got wow, a second you got request. In trouble. This is the second request. You need to go up there. I know. <laughs> Wait, that's not, <laughs> that sounds threatening like you need to go up there and talk to them no I no but you do no, well she was away for a while and then i had stuff going on i was going like once a month i'll go i'll go back we got a lot of pay-per-views coming up <laughs> yeah it's true there's a lot of wrestling i did think Sorry, about making my mom watch Angela. like <laughs> all out or something <laughs> or clash of the castle yeah um well with that segue of John doesn't call his mother enough. Yeah. So what what can you really believe about me? You're going to take the word of a guy who doesn't call his mother? There's no sides. There's some sides. And Everybody's one of the sides is a guy who doesn't call his mother. I mean, technically, I don't call my mom either. But, like, that's because my mom, <laughs> when, you answer, when she answers the phone when I call, she goes, Hi, Anne. Yeah? <laughs> Oh, what what is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I will. <laughs> like, that's that's my impression of my mom if I call her. Um, I hope she would find that funny. I'm sure she probably listens to this because she listens to a lot of stuff. Yeah, that I do. But my mom, when she answers, is like, "Hello." Oh yeah. So here's this. I wanted to tell you this thing. I was in the <laughs> store the other day, and we were, and it's ridiculous in there now. It's just like you know, or whatever. And she just goes right in. Yeah, my mom will be like watching an HBO show while talking to me, um, and I'll know because I'll be like halfway into a story, and she'll be like, "Oh my god, he's gonna go in there." And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what? Just sorry, I'm watching The Undoing or something. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. <laughs> Is that a real show? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say that could have easily been made up, but it sounds like a show. I mean, it was just the first title that popped into my head, but it's always something like that. Um, anyway. No, I love my mom, but yeah. it's fun. it is funny to examine the very, very, very distinct differences between our parents. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. my My parents are very, like... Hello, what do you want? What do you want to eat? Remember when I was, wasn't you were at my house and like three people were asking you, were offering you food and you had already said you weren't hungry? Yeah. Was I getting like really overwhelmed or something? I think probably. Yeah. yeah. Just like, no, I'm not really hungry. But then there's still three people like we have cheese in there. We have cold cuts. Yeah. We have bread. If you just want some chips, we have chips. I, God, my grandma used to do that. Listing, mm-hmm. listing food, listing food. It's I do like it to such you sometimes. A, you do it too. It's distinct because my grandmother, you know, she was like Lithuanian, or I think it's a distinctly like Eastern Southern European thing. Is like yeah. we start listing foods if you know, even if you say no, I'm not hungry. You just start saying like you're almost like bragging about what you got in the fridge. Yeah, <laughs> like, and are you sure I've got tuna? Yeah, I'm, you want? Yeah, exactly. You know, because you well, because they might want. I've got Some, cheese. Maybe you have the thing that they want. Maybe they're not hungry for a I've full got, meal. I've got four different kinds of cheese. I got gouda. Do you like gouda? I've got crackers. Not I've got brag. ham. 
but I've got ice. Got ice. You want some ice cubes? <laughs> Do you want? Uh, not to brag, but uh, to brag. But I have some ice. I have popsicles. Anyway, a couple different flavors. All right, now that is a good segue. Yeah, Larry to David wrestling. always wrestling. Uh, there's wow, you know there is drama in AEW. Oh, uh, more so than there was before. Wasn't there something last week we talked about? I forget what I it think was. there was something that maybe wasn't had not happened. John yet. Moxley is it? John Moxley drama. Well, it's it sort of is involves him, but he's not the the reason for the drama. I don't believe. Okay. So here's the thing about CM Punk. I love the guy. I'm a huge fan. I've been a huge CM Punk fan. He's like one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. He really was like very inspirational to me. At like the years that he because he was like when I was like deep in trying to like get a comedy career going went like against, especially against in like UCB where it felt like there was like this impenetrable wall and it was like hard, like a glass ceiling and it was like hard to break through. And he was dealing with that in WWE making millions of dollars when I was not, but, but (laughs) the parallels were there. Uh, and he was very inspirational to me. Uh, but another thing about CM Punk, he's very honest. He's very rough around the edges and like he's, and he's kind of an asshole, I think. Is like kind of there's the general consensus that a lot of people, a lot of people love him who worked with him and met him. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like don't like him at all. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have had situations where it's like a fun CM Punk was an asshole the first time I met him story, but they mm-hmm. like him now or whatever. So sounds like he's a bit of an acquired taste. You either I, love him or hate him type guy. I think is so, and I hate it when he seems to be being an asshole. Obviously, I'm not there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Also, I want to preface all of this by saying that AEW really fooled me with a lot of this MJF stuff. And oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure you got it's 100% hard. a work. So, Oh, so you do think this is a work. So too. this could easily be the mm-hmm. same thing. And I actually really like it if it's that. Because I like that they're like making it hard to tell. And they're mm-hmm. like, you do have to adjust the way you tell stories in kayfabe and stuff like that in an era when it's not protected and everybody knows what it is, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. like you have to, you kind of have to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, the story is that, so <laughs> when he was feuding with hangman, Adam page, mm-hmm. uh, not Adam Cole. No, I know the I difference know. now. We've been yeah. talking about them for months. I want to show you a picture of both of them. I and, won't know who is who, Yeah, but I know that there's hangman, Adam page. And then there's, a guy named Adam Cole. And there's a man. Yeah. A man Adam Cole. A man Adam Page and a man Adam Cole. <laughs> um, so they had a feud and Hangman kind of improvised a promo where he said he was defending. He wasn't just defending the AEW world title against CM Punk. He was defending AEW as a whole like, from CM Punk because he was like, mm. you're coming in and like you weren't here when we built it and like. You just want money. And oh, yeah, like, I remember you know. this. Yeah. And apparently, the story is that CM Punk was actually like very pissed off by that mm-hmm. legitimately. And that was like he wasn't prepared for it, which is also crazy because Punk is a guy who like thrives on improvising and saying shit that is like yeah. not planned. You this know what I mean? It seems like something that would be a work. Yeah. He, he's the one who says a, stuff also, that you're not supposed to say. That's his whole thing. I know. And he's also been in the business for so long. I have a hard time believing he's phased. By yeah. like things people could say to him, 
that aren't like deeply, you know, yeah. personal or something. And like sometimes he has shown an ability to be kind of sensitive, but he it just is so much his personality and his gimmick to be the guy that just like tells it like it is and is mm-hmm. like and says the thing you're not supposed to say that it's like it just feels like he would be for that, you know? Yeah. Um so then on Dynamite, so that was before he broke his foot cuz that was leading up to the uh, the world title match, and then it was like later that later yeah. that week that he broke his foot. So, um, not of the promo, but of after he won the title. So he's been gone for a while. He literally just came back, um, two weeks ago mm-hmm. on Dynamite. Um, because tomorrow, tonight, I guess when you're listening to this is Di- the new one. Anyway, the point is that he came back right, and he did a promo to open Dynamite. I missed the first few minutes of this, and then I have heard about what happened. He called out adam page and he was like Mm. you can come to the ring right now unless you're like a coward and he has like a version of his making fun of uh adam page's cowboy shit catchphrase is coward shit (laughs) and so he was like come out and fight me and he like sat in the ring and waited for him to come out and he doesn't come out and people are like he wasn't ever supposed to come out cm punk did that as what's called a receipt Mm. which was kind of the first time he had had to respond to that technically. Um, And so he put him in a situation where he was never going to come out because he wasn't supposed to come out and it just, it wasn't, yeah, he wasn't, he he was in an impossible situation. And a lot of people like Adam page. Mm -hmm. He's like very friendly and well liked. A lot of people do like CM Punk, but a lot of people don't like him as well. So there's like, camps now being like who is in the in like oh a rivalry a yeah true rivalry and the receipt thing is also like maybe it was kind of shitty but it seems like it told a good story and also like it was like two months ago at this point mm-hmm. or, or more than that he like you know it's like how long are you gonna hold on to that yeah so and then he came and then he and john moxley did their promo and he was you know, and then that was fun he had some very <laughs> insulting words for a lot of other people but it seemed like in character um and uh yeah so there's there's a lot of rumors now that there were some rumors that he was like very unhappy in AEW and was like on the verge of leaving which is like i don't believe that at all he hated wwe mm-hmm. famously walked out of it yeah um but then came back and then well he came back to AEW mm-hmm. um after like in a seven-year absence from wrestling mm-hmm. and so now I just cannot imagine that AEW is anything but welcoming to him. And I just can't, I can't fathom a world where he is so sensitive or so up his own ass Mm -hmm. for some reason that he's like unhappy. But then I've also seen other reports that's like, he seemed fine that day and did not seem out of the ordinary or like just Mm -hmm. seemed totally chill. And I'm like, yeah, this seems like a work. I like, I like that they're working me. It sounds like, Mm -hmm. but I, I just can't. It's it's really kind of wild if he's if he's being pissed off. You like when stuff. they're working, yeah. I like when they're. I like when we get. You worked. like getting worked. I like getting worked over. I mean, worked. Um, they're. Uh, but yeah, I and mean, so it could be a thing where he's like. I mean, if we're adding, if we want to put some realism on this, it could be a thing where he like, you know, hated WWE, walked out, took a hiatus. Mm-hmm. Now he's back in AEW and he's like changed. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's a little bit more of a diva now because he's like the yeah. old pro yeah. and thinks he deserves more respect than these young bucks who don't know what he's been it's through. so funny because they literally are people called the young bucks. Yeah, I know. But like, you I know, know what I, I know mean. what you like, meant. It's just such a coincidence. <laughs> it's just, I feel like the, the, 
the worldview from him would be like, well, I've earned this because I've been through all this crap that these guys haven't had to go through because they're lucky they're in this like new promotion that isn't doing that, to them yeah, what WWE true. did to me. And like, I deserve more respect because of that. Maybe, like, yeah. You know, these, the thing you have to remember about wrestlers is that even the best of them are carnies. Yeah. And they were like came up, even if they're not like this naturally, they came up in a business where they had to be ravenous dickheads mm-hmm. to protect their living. You yeah. know what I mean? And like be super protective of not everybody has to be that way. Nobody has to be that way. Not mm-hmm. everybody is that way. But a lot of people became that way. And I'm sure when you're younger in wrestling, you get treated really badly. And then I'm yeah. sure that when you get older, there's a temptation to treat the younger people really badly because yeah. it's like, well, this is what how it was when I was coming up. Yeah. Guys were like this to me, so I'm like this to you. There's a guy, Leo Rush, in WWE who uh, he was expected to like carry somebody's bag. It was like if you're younger, you're supposed to carry the older guy's bag. Ugh. And he was like, no. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's dumb. You know? And he was like, screw that. And it's like, yeah, that's some old, weird, carny initiation shit that like, we're, yeah, you're a billion dollar corporate like no nobody's carrying somebody if you want to like help somebody out or it's a favor or the guy's beat up or something or if a guy's like sh- mentoring you and it's yeah. some kind of like and it's just a feel like oh i'll grab the bags but even then if they're mentoring you it shouldn't be like you are my young boy and you grab the, <laughs> you grab the bags it's like no it'd be like hey i got this you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like a favor between two adults who are yeah. co-workers yeah you know i just uh, it's it's very it's bizarre if like if I was at UCB and I was supposed to like carry Matt Besser's luggage in to his, you know what I mean? Like, no. Even though they, they kind of <laughs> I need you to carry. <laughs> I need you to carry my bags in. That's my really bad. I don't really. Very, have he's a, very tired of that. I don't have. I might Matt actually Besser. help him out there. I don't have a Matt Besser impression. I just know to make this voice. Everybody's Matt Besser is just kind of. This yeah, and varying just kind levels of, of like this. really nasally, yeah, you know, I mean, that's what he sounds whiny like, whiny guy, you know, it is what he sounds like. Sorry, Matt Besser, that's what you sound like, and you know um, it. I hope you he know listens it. to this, I hope he loves this podcast. Um, He's so funny, but uh, but yeah, so there's a lot of rumors that there's like a lot of heated personalities backstage in AEW, and it's like gonna Ooh. boil over, and ever been the rumors like Ooh. Tony Khan needs to like sit a bunch of people down and like hash stuff out before it gets crazy there's yeah. also some stuff with cm punk and colt cabana because they were like best of friends from the from the they started training together uh-huh. and they were like bros there was like a legendary friendship and they mm-hmm. he was always on colt cabana's podcast uh, oh this and is the was, guy that sued him yes yeah and and now it's like there's rumors that he's like trying to make it so he's not in AEW anymore and Tony Khan ended up re-signing Colt Cabana to Ring of Honor instead of AEW. Um, and there's no, like, confirmation that CM Punk is being, like, a dickhead to him or anything. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what's going on. Obviously, CM Punk has more power than Colt Cabana, I would imagine. Um, I mean, Colt Cabana is a cooler name than CM Punk, I'll be honest. Colt Cabana is a cool name and a cool guy. I mean, I've met him. He's a nice guy. Colt you know? Cabana is, like... a gun and a soda and a cool place to hang out all in one phrase that's true colt soda oh well i guess colt 45 is not a soda maybe you're thinking of jolt yeah i was thinking of jolt which Uh, i think is a fake soda isn't it from the simpsons no i think there is a jolt it was like an energy drink soda because i think people used to drink it 
What's the soda in the Simpsons that's fake? You know what I'm talking about? I thought it Maybe was Maybe it Jolt. is Jolt Cola. God. I thought it was fake from the Simpsons. I'm looking you it, look up. it up. You you stay, Keep talking about wrestling. You stay on your no oh shoot, I'm still in the TikToks. Um, um okay, Jolt J O L T Yeah Cola. Okay, it is real. Yeah, there was okay. a surge was something. It like. was created in nineteen eighty five. And it was targeted towards students and young professionals. Because it's supposed to be like an energy drink soda. Mm-hmm. It was like before energy drinks existed. Yeah. And, and it's from, I think it was more sugar and Rochester. twice the... Was it more sugar and twice the caffeine? Was that the catchphrase? Or like uh, all the sugar and twice the caffeine or something? All the sugar and twice the caffeine. Yes. This Can slogan, you imagine? <laughs> this slogan survived for 24 years. This slogan was changed to twice the caffeine. <laughs> Even that is bad, but yeah. yeah, this is nuts. This will give you a heart attack. Um, but it's from Rochester. 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 Um, I thought it was in, in the Simpsons, but I no, there was not. a. I'm trying to think of the one. Power sauce bars were the the I bars. Thought, the, I mean, I guess Simpsons. No, I, I'm I'm hoping there's a Simpsons super fan who's screaming at this podcast right now. Um, Laramie cigarettes is the first thing. That's Buzz coming. Cola. Buzz Cola. That's what it was. I like and how it looks kind of like Jolt Cola, yeah. like the the logo of it. It's also similar to Duff beer. That's funny that they were yeah. like they just made it the same thing. Yeah. Do you remember co- there was there was literally an energy drink? I think when we were in college called cocaine. They literally oh, called no. it cocaine. I don't. I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh dear. I remember when Four Loco came out. Oh, Four Loco. I, I remember when Monster came out, like when we were in college, and Rockstar, oh, yeah. like those. When, Red Bull was still kind of new when we were in college too. Yeah, but I remember like Monster and Rockstar would like be on campus all the time with like vans or oh, whatever, yeah. you know, like giving it out and like. I could never re- uh, drink Red Bull because all like like I had never had one. But it has such a strong smell, and all I remember is smelling people breathing it at like parties mm, because yeah. they would put it in. Yeah, they'd use drink, it in drinks, and I was like, I can never drink this. It's yeah. disgusting. I've never had an energy drink. I've had uh, those like five hour energies. Sometimes mm. I used to drink them, but I could never tell if it was just a placebo. Um, yeah, I can't. Um, I get too manic. I have too much anxiety. I, I, I'm yeah. like. I'm trembly enough, like yeah. I'm jittery enough that I'm. If I have any kind of an upper, never done cocaine, never had an energy drink, just not an upper person because yeah. I feel like it would make me go insane. It would probably give me so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, Even like if I have like a coffee and a soda in the same day, I'll have a rough day because it'll be a lot. Yeah, there's also a uh, sparks. Was Sparks Energy Beer, whatever mm-hmm. that was in? Uh, oh, I never saw that. That was in college. That was like pre Four Loco. I used to drink those sometimes in college. And then Four Loco is nuts. I can only, if I drink like half a Four Loco, I'm Why losing it. Why are we talking about anyway? CM Punk, famously straight edge, does not drink. So I know. Would, well, I'm just too curious. How did we get on this? I forget. Jolt Cola, because you Jolt Cola. Uh, oh. Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. Yeah, but Colt Cabana is nice. He took a picture with me one time at uh, I was teching. A UCB show that he was on, mm-hmm. and he was super cool to me, and I was a big fan of his podcast and his wrestling. And I was, remember teching the show, and like very nervously, he was he was just like he was in the tech booth watching the show with me, and I was just like, "Hey man, like I think you made fun of me for this story." I was like, "I don't want to be an asshole, but 
can I get a picture with you? And he was like, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And then we went to the back. We took a picture and it was great. He was super, he was super friendly. He went to, to the back. Went to the back and he was like, what do you want? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then he was like, what are you going to do for this picture? <laughs> and no, he was great. Um, so, that I mean, nice. I'm glad he's at least signed a ring of honor. I just, I just love CM Punk so much and I just want him to relax. <laughs> you know, that's all I want. I'm like, you're in a place you should be happy. Mm-hmm. Just like chill, man, and like maybe he is because also there but could he's be a sin- punk. Punks don't relax; they I... just cause trouble. Yeah, and he's just got a. That's why people don't want him around. They say, "Get those punks out of here." That's they do true. nothing but cause trouble. They never relax. That's why their music is so fast. They got to get out of there. Okay, let's go, let's go, go. <laughs> they don't know how to take it easy. Um. Yeah, he just you know we'll see. I mean, this could also all be like embellishing truths like maybe there's some tension but it's not like a big deal you know so we'll see well time will tell but they did move they were supposed to do cm punk versus john moxley to to unify like the world title and the interim world title Mm -hmm. at all out but then they kept fighting on dynamite and so they moved it to tomorrow on dynamite Uh oh so i don't know why they're doing that maybe because i like that you moved your hands together when you were saying that they kept fighting, fighting. Like, like here they are like, one guy was like and then another guy was like oh, <laughs> um i can't help it i played with a lot of action figures and i can't start doing it <laughs> no um, it was very action figure hands and um yeah. so i don't know why they're doing that but maybe because they want i mean with this warner brothers discovery merger i think they're trying to keep those dynamite ratings as high as possible. Oh yeah. Um, and I think I also saw some rumor that they're still going to do that match at the pay per view. AEW doesn't tend to do like dusty finishes to their match, which is like a like a non finish kind of like a disqualification mm-hmm. or whatever. Or like they don't usually do bait and switches. Like if they say that match is happening, it's happening. Yeah. So I don't know. What's... Well, they're a new promotion. There's always a first time for everything. Yeah. Um. We'll see. It's gonna. They, maybe they did it for your birthday. Oh, yeah, it's my birthday. It's happening. People don't know that. But now they do. Now they do. It's my birthday. If you have Anne's full phone number and have figured out what order it goes in, give her a call for her <laughs> birthday. Give her a call. Give her a text. Uh, um, we haven't done that bit in a long time. Yeah. That's only but, long-term yeah. fans. <clears throat> if you listen to this from episode one, I give out one digit of my phone number in each episode, but you have to figure out the order they go in. Yep. Episode so. one, the Ant and Menace. And I can't remember how many episodes we did that in, so there might be repeats or duplicates. There might be. And also, you didn't keep track of what numbers you said, so you might have yeah. just said like the same three numbers over and over again. Yeah, so good luck. Godspeed. Um, also on Dynamite, they had, which was like the House of the Dragon themed episode, and they oh. had Ricky the Dragon Steamboat there as an old, he's a legendary older wrestler. He doesn't wrestle anymore, but he was there and he... I was kind of watching. His name is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah, Ricky Steamboat, and then so wait, he's a dragon, but Mm -hmm. he's also a steamboat. Yeah. Okay, continue. See and just checking. Just wanted to check on that. His real name is Richard Blood. What? And uh, and he thought I need a more interesting name. I'm gonna go with Dragon Steamboat. Right, and that, and then a friend of mine. John Rosenberger, friend of the podcast. I know him. A, has a fun joke, I believe, about his, his name being Dick Blood. 
Yeah, but then he was like, no, I'm going to be Dragon Steamboat. Maybe he didn't want to be Dick Blood. Maybe yeah, he didn't want to be Dick Blood. He wants to be Dragon Dick Steamboat. Steamboat. Dragon Dick Steamboat. the Dragon Steamboat. <clears throat> Dick um, the Dragon Steamboat. Wow. Anyway, so they had a match between the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, versus the newly christened Dragon Slayer, Daniel Garcia, because he beat Brian Danielson a few weeks ago on Dynamite. And Whoa. they had a two out of three falls match, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat the shit out of each other. It oh, was no. a very, it was a great match. And then at the end, Daniel Garcia, who has been with the Jericho Appreciation Society, who are sports entertainers, not wrestlers, Chris Jericho came down to start beating up Brian Danielson, and Daniel Garcia stopped him. And he was like, "Don't, don't do that." And then Jericho was pissed at him, and then the fans started chanting at Daniel Garcia. You're a wrestler because he's like Brian Danielson in the Blackpool mm-hmm. Combat Club. You know, they're technically wrestlers. Um, oh, yeah. And as opposed to the sports entertainers. And so he's like conflicted now. Is he a wrestler or a sports entertainer? And he's cla- he's been like very much like a technical wrestling guy. Um, Maybe he's technically a sports entertainer. But it was a great match. Seek it out if you haven't seen it. Seek it out. And then, <laughs> okay, so and then in keeping with the House of the Dragon theme, did they later have a lady get butchered at the on the um, orders of her husband to extract a baby from her? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, spoilers. <laughs> it's been out. I thought you said it's been hours. Since <laughs> yeah, no, it's been days mm-hmm, since the episode true. has been released. If you care about House of the Dragon spoilers, you got to at least watch it within 48 hours, folks. That's true. You can't expect everybody to just not talk about TV shows they're watching so that your weird schedule can be accommodated. Sorry. I missed the whole fucking Game of Thrones finale to go see Money in the Bank. That's true. We watched it the next day. I watched it the next day at like 7 a.m. so I that I could go it. I to work. I took off half a day of work to watch it. I couldn't take off work, I don't <laughs> think. I think I had to go into the office. I think you were working for that, like, I, I don't know if you were working for Vulture yet. I think you might have still no, been working I wasn't. for that like, I was, clickbait website. I was working, yeah, I don't remember where I was working, but I had to go to work that day. And yeah. so I had to get up early and watch the Game of Thrones finale at like 7 a.m. because I didn't want to risk seeing something online or whatever. Yeah, I... Um, I called out sick the first half of the day. Too. Which, by the way, because of House of the Dragon, I've been rewatching like clips and episodes of Game of Thrones as I feel like it. Yeah. And like today in the background, I put on The Long Night, which is the episode where they fight the White Walkers yeah. in Winterfell. I loved that. It's a great episode, but it was so funny because I would like look up and the screen is just black. Yeah. That like was... the screen is just fully because bl- you're in the bedroom too. It's like, the sun's coming in yeah, the window, yeah. so it's like I can't see a fucking thing. That's yeah, I do happening. remember that was like a criticism of it when it came out. Yeah, it's very hard to see what's going on. Yeah, but, it's funny that they have. Um, yeah, yeah, but anyway, that's. Um, can we change this to a Game of Thrones podcast? I would be. I would. Ha- <laughs> I would love to talk about Game of Thrones, but um, I'm trying to wrap up some. Yeah, uh, let's just wrap up the wrestling first. Yeah, yeah. Talk about the the trios tournament off to a hot start. We had. Uh, the Young Bucks and their mystery partner beat the uh, um, the La Faccion Ingobernable, which was Andrade, wow. Roosh, and Dragon Lee. I didn't and then, know you spoke another language. <clears throat> I speak uh, wrestling, Carney. <laughs> then the uh, and then I'm fluent in Spanish wrestling names. <laughs> and then there was. 
uh, and then on Rampage, they had Best Friends versus the Trustbusters. Oh, and, no, yeah, not yeah. the Trustbusters. Yeah, which are a, kind of a group of Do losers. Do they go but around fun. busting everyone's trust in each other it's and supposed the institutions be, that they rely on? It's a guy who whose trust has like come to, into into fruition or whatever, and so now he has a bunch of money, and he's hiring wrestlers oh. to be with him. So it's oh. like they're busting his trust, basically. I don't know. I get it, but like... I don't yeah. like that explanation as much as just being people who run around making everyone cynical. Yeah. <laughs> you trust your parents? Well, here's why you shouldn't, kid, because your parents are liars. A bunch of TikToks. Your teachers like. are liars. Anyway. Sounds like a TikTok or the guy who hangs out outside the 7-Eleven. The, anyway. Trust busters. Uh, but their mystery partner, Young Bucks mystery partner, the returning Kenny... Omega. Oreo. No. What? I was gonna try to guess other O words before you finished. Sorry. I wasn't fast enough. Kenny O. Orange. Kenny Orange. Kenny Orange. <laughs> Doesn't even have the same O sound. <laughs> Kenny Omaha. Kenny Omaha. Oh, Kenny Omaha is a great wrestling <laughs> name, actually. I'm Kenny Omaha. Oh my God, that's that is an incredible name. Um, Kenny O'Reilly. Kenny O'Reilly is also a fantastic, especially for like a Gen Z wrestler. Yeah, like a new current yeah, wrestler. Like O R L Y. Like yeah, O'Reilly. Kenny O'Reilly. Because mm-hmm. what I heard is not that. <laughs> Kenny O M G. Kenny O M G is he's all right. But it's also, I could see somebody having that name. Kenny Omaha is so good. Thank you. Um, but yeah, Kenny Omega, he's back. All right. And everybody was so happy. And it you was, were I happy. Was, I saw I you. I was so excited to see him. He had a shirt on, which was weird. It was like a Didn't compression have, like, a shirt whole... or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had like something on his shoulder too because he's had surgery. So maybe he's like back a little early or something. This is actually a perfect thing for him to do though because he only has to wrestle like a third of the match because mm-hmm. it's a six-man tag team match. So, yeah. Um, this is a great way to re- reintroduce some of that. I'm having to wrestle like big main event matches and stuff. Yeah. Um, but he's back. We're all excited. I kind of, I really want best friends to win. There's a couple of groups that I want to win, but I feel like best friends are probably gonna, I, I, they really deserve to win at some point. It would be cool if it's elite versus best friends. Mm-hmm. So if they, if they beat Kenny Omega, it'd be cool, but it's probably going to be the elite that win the whole thing. Um, we'll see. And then the G1, it's over. Oh my gosh, it's over? Can you walk me through um the uh, who how the winner scored their final points? Actually. Oh no. I was hoping you would just laugh and move on. But uh, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. Well, I'll just skip to the semifinals. Uh, there's no points at that he's point. The semifinals it. are They had two and two blocks. They had <laughs> oh, the same thing where the winners of the block mm-hmm. tied with the leader yeah. because they beat them and had the tiebreaker. Yeah. They can you wake up? <laughs> no. No, they had the they had the the leader uh they tied and they won. And so pretty much everybody I was rooting for was always the guy that lost. Shingo Takagi and Zack Sabre Jr. are like my favorite guys in it that I wanted the most to win and they did not when they didn't even make it to the finals. Sounds like the G1 does not respect you at all. Kind of, but it's still great. The thing about the G1 is that you kind of have to like, the logic of it is sort of different. It's not like, 
other things where you like want to see somebody win a championship for the first time they treat it like it's like the pga tour or something mm-hmm. you know where it's it's like yeah tiger woods is probably going to win three years in a row because he's the best golfer or whatever yeah the or whoever PGA is a golfer really now needs to like mix up yeah they need to book their, it better they really yeah, they need to book they need it better stars. they need to build they, some new stars yeah um no but it's like you know the patriots win a lot because they just are get, so it like makes sense so okada ended up winning this is his fourth g1 win and it's also funny because Hiromu Takahashi won the Best of the Super Juniors, which is the junior heavyweight, mm-hmm. same type of tournament. Um, and he won that for the fourth time. And so it's like the guys who are clearly on top yeah. won it. There was no like underdog surprise thing. It was just mm-hmm. the guys. But it's always really good. Okada versus Will Ospreay was the finals, and it was like an incredible match. Um, and Will Ospreay was like emotionally destroyed afterwards and has to wrestle this week on dynamite in mm. the uh in the trios tournament um and i thought he might win but okada won and it's still great and if you think about it like it's like a sports tournament because it is just as important the g1 is just as big of a thing to win in new japan as the iwgp world heavyweight championship mm. it's like just as big of an accomplishment mm-hmm. um and they're all great matches check out the you're not gonna check it out why am i saying what? I- next year next year check it out I- are you talking to me? Yeah, why don't you checking it out? <laughs> are you talking Check to me or audience? Like audience. Who, I was like, if you're not you? checking it out, if if I just told you who won the whole thing, you're probably not going to check it out. Oh, but there's okay. a lot of really good matches, and you also you could go back and watch like highly rated matches or something because you don't necessarily know who's going to win because it's not like an elimination thing. Mm-hmm. So somebody could have won, like you know, yeah. some some people won almost the entire, almost all of their matches and didn't win the block or make well, the so finals. That's a spoiler. <laughs> Shit. Um, I'm just saying, based on your own spoiler rules, this tournament is ruined for anyone who listens to this podcast. Yeah, I know. John is very spoiler sensitive. For those who don't I'm know, incredibly spoiler um, sensitive. If he even knows, if he even knows, like an actor who's going to be in something, it ruins the whole thing for him. When they announced that like Daisy Ridley was going to be in Star Wars, he was like. Oh, now I know there's a girl in it. Oh, that girl from Toast. Oh God, from Toast of London, the girl who has one line in that one episode. Oh God, now it's all ruined. Is Matt Barry canon? <laughs> and now he's in Star Wars too. He's canon. He is. My God, all of Toast of London is slowly being absorbed into Star Wars. Um, God, wouldn't it be funny if there was ever a scene where Ray and that robot had to interact for whatever stupid yeah. reason? And it's the reverse of their other scene where she's the star and he's got like one line. That would be really, really funny. I'm also imagining the entire cast of Staff Let's Flats in a Star Wars movie and it's like, it has nothing to do with Matt Barry, but it's a, another British fun show. I've always thought it'd be funny to have shows set in worlds like Star Wars or Game of Thrones or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I guess like Marvel's the other one. Um but about like very normal people. Yeah. <laughs> Just so. like trying to live regular lives. Yeah. Harry Potter was one that I also <laughs> really thought oh, yeah. would be funny. Like just somebody being like, um, I mean, Batman versus Superman kind of touched on that a little bit when they, when Superman is like destroying the city and all the people in Wayne Enterprises are like, I don't yeah. know. I got to stay in the office. <laughs> like, Yeah. Um, you know, the beginning of that movie. Oh, remember? Yeah. Remember? I remember that movie. Remember? I yeah. Okay, good. No, I I liked that scene because there's that one guy who like wouldn't leave the office or whatever, yeah. 
And I was like watching that like, yeah, he's got to stay there because like, what if the FedEx guy comes? Yeah. He's going to sign for it. Like, I mean, he's going to. Yeah, the know. whole city's being destroyed, but you need someone in the office I, to answer the phone. Like, <laughs> Remember in Man of Steel, another spoiler, when Kevin Costner wouldn't let Superman save him and just oh, willingly yeah. died. He just gets eaten by a tornado. Even though he no knew reason. that he could move fast enough and nobody would even notice. Yeah. And there's a giant tornado literally feet away from him. Oh, yeah. Well, it, that was so nuts because it's like... Honestly, I'm going to say it. I think... Doesn't his dad... Does his dad get sucked up into the tornado? Yes. Which is so stupid because in a tornado, what kills you is the stuff that the wind is blowing. Oh, yeah. It's in Ron, actually, that's a Ron White joke. It's uh, He goes, he goes. it's not that the wind is blowing. <laughs> it's what the wind is blowing because <laughs> you'll get hit by like a truck. Yeah. Um. Anyway, continue what we were going to say. Um, I was just going to say, I'm going to say it right now, I think after having rewatched Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman more recently, mm-hmm. I think Man of Steel is worse than Batman vs. Superman. <gasps> I think I think that Batman vs. Superman, that like director's, like ultimate edition or whatever, even though it's like three hours, yeah. is better than, and honestly, kind of more coherent than that Man of Steel. I don't know what... Is Zack Snyder the director of both of those? He directed both of those. Oh, okay, Zack I was going to say, the Zack Snyder hive might kill you if they hear you say I, like maybe that. even though doesn't he control it, but the uh, yeah he does control the Zack but Snyder the uh, i mean i i really liked Zack snyder's justice league and i honestly have come around batman versus superman is still not good but it is i think better than like I, every time i've rewatched it i think i appreciate more of what he was trying to do and i understand what he was going for uh-huh. and i do think a lot of it is communicated fairly well there's just a lot of bad choices and bad presentation p- there's bits like um, the lex Luthor thing you pointed out yeah who on earth would believe that this guy's not a psycho yeah the way no. that he portrayed that no way He's the way like, that ca- there's not, not, nothing charming about him like the yeah. old lex Luthor, who was um gene hackman right yeah yeah it was like he was like a businessman who it's yeah. like yeah this guy's a psycho but like he's a businessman everybody would give him money but like that lex Luthor's just like he's like a like true creep like he's creepier than elon musk yeah like, no, he's, he's like creepier than any <laughs> he was like he was supposed, i think he played and i'm not shitting on jesse eisenberg for the way that he did it. i think it's just the way he was directed and the way that the character is written mm-hmm. um and he just did the best well, he could he was trying to play it like a what's his name like a freaking um everybody wants to be heath ledger in these yeah movies that's now. true every Everybody's serious trying to, actor yeah, yep. who if a serious actor comes in to do a superhero movie and play a villain like that they all want to be heath ledger and he was yeah. trying so hard to be Heath Ledger in that movie. Yeah. But it's not a character that you can do that with because Lex Luthor is a real person who lives in the world. The Joker is a freak who yeah. mysteriously lives somewhere. Yeah. No one like knows where he's, Literally the whole thing in that movie was like, <laughs> we don't know where he came from. Yeah. He has no identification. He has yeah. no fingerprints. He's an absolute psycho yeah. ghost. And Lex Luthor is like a man who runs a business. It's so literally it's Donald Trump. It's like, yeah. what, you know. Exactly. It's a, you know, it's a, it's that kind of, a, or like, that, uh, or Steve Jobs or something. That's kind of like what he is. Yeah. And it's a shame to walk away from that because it's like, that can be much scarier yeah. than a Heath Ledger type crazy person for jeff like, bezos like that's yeah because yeah. you can you know those guys can really do some real damage um, he was trying to play like mark zuckerberg kind of yeah yeah i think he was but uh, uh how did yeah. we get oh i was gonna say the one super batman versus superman the one um 
part that I like is the Wonder Woman reveal. See, that I, was I'll, great. I'll watch that on yeah. YouTube sometimes when I need to pick me up. Just mm-hmm. watch Wonder Woman saving Batman. Because mm-hmm. I remember being in the theater and people cheered. It's got that Wonder Woman music, that like theme that they made for her. People cheered like, so dun, loud dun, in the dun, theater. Dun, that dun, was like yeah. such a big deal. It was great. And I like Superman. And it's bizarre to me that like they can't seem to get like to nail the first Superman movie and I really like the second one. And it's like... They can't seem to nail. I think they actually did a better job in Superman Returns, like getting the character right than like, I don't know. Man of Steel, his performance wasn't necessarily bad. Yeah, and he was good in Zack Snyder's Justice League as Superman. It's just like the tone of that movie is so. Superman should be like a hopeful, inspiring character. Not again, like like the Dark Knight really wrecked a lot of people's brains because now everybody wants to do what Christopher Nolan did with every superhero. But it's like it doesn't work for it works for Batman specifically because yes. he is that. But like, <laughs> but with Superman, yeah, he's like Superman is America in World War Two. He's fighting Nazis. He's like a symbol he of should be hope. like a Captain America. Yeah, he is a Captain. Like America. He's DC's Captain America. Yeah. like he's supposed to be that wholesome and and you know he's a nice. Good, isn't he from Iowa? Number uh, uh, Kansas, Smallville? Kansas, Kansas. Okay, Captain Kirk's from Iowa. But yeah, yeah. he's um. He's supposed to be a nice farm boy yeah. who just wants to help people and work in journalism. Yeah. And um, is in love with a, a lady friend of his, but mm-hmm. he's too shy to ask out. And also in um, Man of Steel, they did that thing that I hate. Like, I appreciate in superhero movies when they don't just have like a forced love interest. I also appreciate when they do have a love interest because sometimes, as you pointed out, if nobody's ever in love, it's weird because it's like, mm-hmm. don't these people... <laughs> don't they fuck? Yeah. What, what do they think about half but the day? In, like, yeah. <laughs> but in Man of Steel... Half. But, <laughs> but in Man of Steel, they do that thing that's like super forced, like, because we know through comic books and like not, like 80 years of mythology that Superman and Lois Lane are mm-hmm. together. Yeah. We know that going into this movie... So they don't even like try to justify them being in a relationship. It's just like, I'm so drawn to you. Like, and it's like, it's uh, creepy and weird. And it just like doesn't make any sense. They're like immediately in love. And it's just like, I, I just don't, I don't understand it. And I remember in Batman Superman, when, remember when <clears throat> Batman versus Superman when he <clears throat> gets in the tub with her? Oh, yeah. With his clothes on. He like walks yeah. in when she's in the bathtub. Have I ever walked in on you in the in the bathroom? No. And I would be furious yeah. if you did. I mean, unless it was like some kind of emergency where you had to like explosively shit or vomit, then I would be like, oh yeah, sure. Like I it get it. It would have been so funny if he walked in on like to do a sketch <laughs> of that where he walks in on her and she's taking a shit. <laughs> He's just like, I just love you so much. He's like, get out. What or, are you, I'm, or oh he bursts in there because he has to take That's a also Superman funny, yeah. shit. I got I gotta shit the butt. I gotta and she's right, trying I'm to be so sorry. I'm so like, sorry. I gotta shit in the tub. I have to shit in the tub. That's too big. It's a superman oh shit. It's too big for the toilet. Oh god. Move over. Oh god. Yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> that was um, bizarre. He is an alien though, I guess. Yeah, but, but he was raised here. Like That's he's, true. That's he's true. Not, he literally has lived his entire life <laughs> in a, true. in a, in the most like straight up american he's town literally an alien on like a technicality like only a, citizen, a technicality. like a citizenship alien but he's not like a mm. alien it's like culture. if you're like oh i was born in italy but i literally yeah. lived here when i was four years old i yeah. don't speak italian you know what yeah. i mean like i only know <clears throat> so yeah like you italian superman anyway <laughs> so i know i talk about wwe stuff as quickly as possible Oh, um, sorry, I ate up a bunch of time because I just I know things about 
super. No, I know, so I, I know. I enjoyed. More. I enjoyed talking about that. Maybe it's a backdoor pilot. We can do a superhero one. Um, <laughs> so the big news: the WWE, the the hits don't stop coming with this Triple oh. H era. Oh boy, Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano. He returns. I didn't even know about this until I was like writing notes for this. He came back on Raw last night. Whoa! Wait, wasn't Johnny Gargano on AEW for a little while? No, no. he. Um, what was he in that he we were doing in, that song? He was in Gargano. NXT. Johnny oh wait, Gargano and on, da, 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 da. did a voiceover job. Oh yeah, he did a voiceover job, which <clears throat> involves a lot of like throat stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, I did a so, I did a throat job today, and um, <laughs> uh, that's but part, yeah. Who was that guy that he was? Johnny Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly. And Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. I can't remember if they had a match, but they were both like gonna maybe leave NXT at the same time. Oh yeah. Um, and Kyle O'Reilly did go to AEW, and Johnny Gargano just like took time off to That's go. That's why I got confused. Like because okay. re- his wife was pregnant, and she was also mm. a wrestler, so they like left at the same time. Mm. Um, and they were just... like, "Let's both be unemployed." Yeah. <laughs> I think her contract expired a little bit later, but they oh, took okay. time off for the kid, and now he just returned. He like it's. As much as I wanted him to go to AEW, now that tri- now that like Triple H is there and WWE is like a viable option for people creatively, I'm glad he went to WWE because he's a great fit there. Triple H mm-hmm. is going to use him very well. He'll be a great like underdog babyface on a new version of Raw that can be coherent and make sense. Yeah. Um. So I think this is a great move. I'm happy to see him back. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to not watch Raw still, but watch WWE pay per views and enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this Clash of the Castle show is going to be awesome. I mean, obviously AEW All Out is going to be great. But this WWE UK paper is going to rule. I'm pretty excited for Cash at the Classle. Yeah. Cash at the... Clash. See, cash I Alat- ruined it for you in your brain. Now you're not going to be able to say it. I was trying it, to right? think of other ways to say cash it. Cash at the Classle. Um, but that would be a great running bit on the show if nobody could say it right. But yeah, they uh they had... Uh, but they're going to do Sheamus versus Gunther for the Intercontinental wow. title, which is going to be a great, because both of those guys like to really lay into you. And they, Sheamus they, is pale as hell. Yeah, Walter versus Sheamus is going to be incredible, and it's in a UK crowd, which is, that UK crowd is going to be, because in the smaller shows they do, those guys are like singing, and I told you about mm-hmm. the, yeah. the Zach Gibson thing. So that's going to be like a big, like huge venue, and those people are going to be like going nuts and singing songs. I and like this is go. Gonna, I wish we could go too. Oh. Um. But There's so many things going on in the UK that I wish we could go to right now. I know, I'm sorry. Like the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and 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 Cash at the Class All. <laughs> I want to go. I know. If anybody if, wants to sponsor us to go to Clash at the Castle, only Cash at the Class someone had a means of transportation to get us to cross the ocean. We said a lot of nice things about Wonder Woman. She has that jet. Oh, yeah, she does have the jet. In 1984, she has the jet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I forgot about that movie. I actually don't hate that movie. I like it okay, but the it, it was funny that the Chris Pine, I almost said Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine. That's the other. Mm-hmm. The you got to scroll through them. All the white. Yeah, you got to scroll Chris through all guy. the Chris's yeah. before you get there. Um, and that Chris Pine, he knew just how to fly to Cairo. Guy was dead since like 1919. Oh, yeah woke up randomly oh yeah in the 80s just the fact that he knew how to fly that plane at all was nuts but then the fact that he just was like no i know where cairo is i mean that whole movie is weird the fact that she brings him back from the dead to begin with it's like why why no, are we was, doing that it no. was bizarre we didn't we didn't need him at all in that movie make a different character yeah <laughs> or just have it be about her i don't you know yeah 
Um, she doesn't have to have a boyfriend yeah. in every movie, yeah. you know. Um, but anyway, uh, so that match is going to be great. That show is going to be great. And also, because they want to screw with uh, AEW, the next day they're doing NXT versus NXT UK like pay-per-view Ooh. Uh, also in the UK and it's going to be like the end of NXT UK because after that NXT UK is going away and they're going to relaunch as NXT Europe next mm. year and with the Triple H era I think that could be really good because they apparently there's rumors that the only reason they didn't shut NXT UK down earlier was because the UK had like labor laws that made it hard to like release everybody from their contracts oh yeah. um which is great but they uh because the uk doesn't let you treat workers like feudal slaves yeah which is funny because they created the feudal system <laughs> no, i don't know if they created know it if but they, they created did, it but, but they did do it a lot they did do it a lot but or then like they became the, really socialist yeah. in the early 20th century yeah yeah yeah, for sure famously right so. on right on right famously on. founded the national health service and six 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 did yeah. a lot of stuff because they kind of i think came to the realization that they would probably meet the same ends as the french royal family and the russian royal family if they didn't start yeah, 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 yeah. treating people a little better yep so um they anyway were probably correct yeah they uh, were right to do so because they're the only royal family in europe that still means anything to anybody yeah yeah <laughs> so. um and then uh kevin owens is also getting a bigger spotlight on raw now it looks like they're Ooh. treating him really well which is great and yeah uh i'm excited for triple h to maybe do something big with him and then <clears throat> this is kind of not funny but it there was in in the uh they're finally doing that women's tag team championship yeah um <clears throat> you're doing it at cash at the class all right <clears throat> yeah they are and they were going to have one NXT tag team, but one of the people who literally just came back from an injury like a month ago oh got no. a concussion. Oh no! So she couldn't do it, and so they had to take them out. And then they put a an actual like established NXT tag team in it, and then they advanced to the next round. And one of them got injured, so now they have to be replaced. Oh no! So they're doing a uh, like a four way of all the people that lost. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry that. That voiceover job really is like a lot of screaming. Yeah, no, it's so like fine. my throat is kind of screwed at this point. But um, yeah, so you know, uh, speedy recoveries to the people that got hurt. Yeah, and uh, Eo Sky and Dakota Kai made it to the finals, though. Oh boy! So they're in the finals, and I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna maybe. <laughs> well, I was waiting win. for you to give me the. Okay. We did a whole dance. We have a dance. We did a little dance. Nobody can see it but us, but we did a dance. Sasha Banks and Naomi Watch. Sasha Banks and Naomi Watch us talk about you. We All I really have is the thing you already know is that Sasha has been posting on social media. She's been posting on Maine. She's been... She's been posting images that lead me to believe she is about to stage her comeback. She literally posted a picture of herself that looks like the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, she looks like a superhero. She looks like a superhero. Which makes me think she's about to debut some kind of new character. Because she's also walking around calling herself Mercedes everywhere. Yeah. Like, uh, she's trying to, I think, do like a little Dwayne Johnson thing. Yeah. Because like, she doesn't own the name Sasha Banks. Right. No. So she wants to, like, she's definitely for mm-hmm. sure, like, she's setting herself up for, she's branding. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, uh, which is smart. Um, yeah. And then, but yeah, she's been posting on social. She went to the She Hulk premiere and then she has just been, yeah, that, with Trinity. She, just been, she and Trinity both yeah. went, didn't they? Yeah. She's been just 
just from there, she's just been lighting it up on social media. Everybody's excited. Yeah, she's it's gonna happen. So she might maybe maybe I have to watch Cash at the Classel because I feel like she's gonna show up. Yep, we can watch it. When is it? A week from Saturday, like Labor Day weekend. Yeah, so it'll be that. That's the third, and then All Out is the next day. No, wait, a week from Saturday we'll be whale watching. No, a week from this Saturday we'll be whale watching. Oh, right. It's this week. So the 27th oh, for your my birthday. birthday is this week. Yeah. And also, the whale watching is literally at 10 a.m. So, although that pay per view is probably actually because it's, it's 10 a.m. Sorry. You didn't tell me it was at 10 a.m. I'm sorry. I'm not going. Aww. No, I'm just kidding. It was my idea. I'm excited. No, I'm just kidding. 10 a.m. is not that early. I'm it's just... not that early. And I picked East 35th Street so that it would yeah. be. Yeah. No, it's fine. Early. It's not early. I'm just joking. No, we're fighting on the, on the podcast, podcast about my birthday gift of whale watching. Um, but you did remind me, though, that Cash of the Classel is going to be, it's in the UK, so it's probably going to be on like the afternoon or something. Oh, it's going to be on yeah. at a weird time. Yeah. It'll be live. Yeah. Am I doing that right? Yeah, because they're, fi- like, yeah, they're like they're five hours, fi- ahead. five hours ahead of us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be, it'll be a fun afternoon thing. And then we still Saturday night. And then we still have Saturday night to continue watching TV. <laughs> your was the thing in Wayne's World too is like you know you do all your homework right away on Friday, so the rest of your weekend is free to just party. I do love that advice. Yeah, that is good advice. Actually, I don't believe Wayne did it, but I do. No. I think it is. It I was mean, great I, advice. Yeah. And I always try to remember that, and I never followed it. No, I know, but I mean, it applies for adults too. It does. Like, it's like if you have chores, like I always. I like I never really accomplished this, but I always love the idea of doing all your chores on Saturday, mm-hmm. so then Sunday can just be your day of rest. Yeah, but I always end up doing it the other mm-hmm. way around. I'm like, oh, I'll just wait till Sunday. And I, I did a, my cleaning on Sunday. Yeah, I yeah. Did. So you're right. I did it. Well, I, I screwed around on Saturday. Played a lot of video games. Yeah. On Sunday, I made that freaking Rick and Morty thing. I know you were very productive on Sunday. But I know. See, that's what I mean. Is I like to try and be productive on like Saturday. That so that I, I had Sunday yeah. to enjoy, enjoy my to just party. I can't like I can't party. I can't hear that and not think of that exact thing because I also yeah. watched that movie so many times. Same. Um, that's all I had. Really? Yeah. Is that not enough? No, I'm just surprised. Yeah. Um, well, I think. Wait. Did was there anything else that I had about WWE? Well, I guess um, G1 is over, so that's why this yeah, felt, yeah. felt shorter. Um, what a journey, though! I no, highly I mean, recommend it. We did it. an hour. I mean, it's no, not yeah, like we need uh, to need more time. I'm but, just, uh, I was just surprised because I think I've gotten mm-hmm. used to all the G1 updates. I like and, barely um, talk about New Japan. I want to talk about New Japan more. I would love to talk to somebody about. I New think Japan, you but, talk about New Japan. Although you know what, plenty. I kind of, I kind of like. I feel like you give it equal time to WWE and AEW. I kind of like just watching New Japan, and, like barely talking about it with anybody, because it feels like it's just for me. Because also, like, I watched Avatar The Last Airbender, and I loved it so much. And it's, like, almost every review and opinion of it is that it's, like, this classic masterpiece. Mm -hmm. But I still, like, when I am reading opinions of it, I'm just, like, I kind of like it just being my... Like, I don't... I mean, I'll talk to, like, friends about it or whatever, but I don't need, need, like, a mass conversation about it. Yeah. You know? Okay. Well, then you don't have to... I don't need to talk about this. (laughs) All right. Well, then you don't have to. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Um, You don't have to read things or say things that you don't don't like to do. But I... I, That's fine. But I'll do... But I'll I'll keep talking about New Japan because I like it. You can talk about New Japan. I feel like we talk about it with equal weight to WWE and AEW. That's good. I'm glad because I want to. It's just this time there wasn't that much to say. So I did find out that their, like, sister promotion, Stardom... Uh, yeah. has a, a G1-type tournament going on now as well. 
Oh. The five-star Grand Prix. And you didn't watch it because you hate women? No, I, but I didn't know it was happening. And then when I found out, it was like, I really want to watch it. Because you like, hate women? No, I said I really do want to watch it. Oh, you really do want to watch I'm like, it because you hate women. Yeah, because I hate women. I want to see it beat each other up. But yeah. I just, I can't, I just can't. There's just too much. And I would have to get yeah. another subscription. I'm still, New Japan, if you're listening to this, the company that owns New Japan, New Japan has NGPW World streaming service stardom has stardom world streaming service just make one where i can watch both of them and pay like i'll even pay like they're both like eight bucks a month i'll pay like you know yeah 10 bucks a month or something just like cut it in half and just like a little bit and then you know because i want to watch stardom but a lot of things you know here's the thing a lot of times people just do things stupidly that's it. New Japan, if you're listening, we are not calling you stupid. No, we're saying um, people do things stupidly sometimes. Also, uh, quick though, there there's one New Japan thing that Kota Ibushi, the rumors are he's not coming back to New Japan. Oh. There's a lot of things, you know. I It seems like the relationship soured quite a bit, so. Wait, what had happened to him? That was the one where he was like, he was like, my mom tried to commit suicide because of this. Yeah, it was oh, like, yeah. It, was, it does not seem like a good situation. So I was, well, I'm I was glad there. he's they not. They had issued an apology and like, punished the or whatever the the executive or whatever that was the cause of the issues with him hmm. but uh but i don't know it seems like if yeah. nothing else it seems like he's probably just staying with his mom right now which is for the best yeah um but sure. anyway that was a downer of a <laughs> that's okay uh, but yeah we love new japan and we're here to just party there we go little wayne, little wayne if you ever want a good time go watch wayne's world 2 del preston is one of my favorite and Wayne's characters. World 1. Wayne's World 1 is good too, but I think the thing is like, I watched Wayne's World. It was like on TV more in one summer or something. So I just like watched it more. Mm. So it's like more beloved to me than the first one, even though I love the first one too. I just know the second one so well. And it has Del Preston who's like, instead of two. <laughs> and then he's going to come back to Aurora. He's heading to Chicago. That's a lot of exposition from a security guard or something. <laughs> the, the Chris Farley thing yeah, where he's yeah, telling yeah. him about where he's taking the limo. Um, yeah, no, that is a good movie. I hate my father. I hate my life. I feel great. <laughs> he's doing a lot better. Yeah, yeah, he seems better. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, but that's great. Uh, I don't want to watch Wayne's World 2. Probably won't, but. Yeah, Okay. Okay, that's well, that's that's all the wrestling for today. I guess today. you don't want my final thought because oh god for it. So oh god, you're not interested in my thoughts. What are your final thoughts? And you know what's funny about not being interested in my thoughts today of all days? Oh god, what makes today different than all other days? John? Oh god, <laughs> oh god, it's your birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. What are your final birthday? And nobody thoughts? wants to talk about what are your me thoughts? on we, my birthday. We were, we were connecting so well. So I just, you know, I just, I'm sorry. We were? I thought we were. (laughs) What are your final Um, thoughts, Anne? My final thoughts are, um, because it's my birthday, I want to share a quote that I've been waiting for probably like 27 years to use. Um, And it's a quote from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And it will only apply to me right now in my life. And the quote is, I'm 37. I'm 37. I'm not old. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was the quote. Yeah. Um, I am excited to share a screenshot of it on Twitter tomorrow to celebrate yeah. my birth. 
Um, I want to thank, shout out my mom for yeah. uh, birthing me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it wasn't fun. And I appreciate her going through that because I wouldn't do it, <laughs> but she did. So that's pretty sweet. Um, that's all. That's my final thoughts. Great. Okay. No shout out to your dad on the birthday thing? I don't feel like my dad yeah, did true, the yeah. same amount of work as my no, mom he didn't, he in didn't. the process yeah, yeah. of creating me. I'm just going to say that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get too deep into that because that's uh, gross. But like, No, but you it know. could be like... Uh, I want to thank my mom for doing all that stuff. And then uh, as you're getting wrapped up, you're like, oh, oh, and also shout out to my dad. Um, You know, he's great. He's like before you leave the yeah. podium. Maybe. I mean, my dad helped raise me. For sure. But yeah. on your birthday, you're just kind of celebrating being born. So like the process of being born, really, yeah. your mom deserves like all the credit. So that's true. Um, So that's that's it for me. That's true. Okay, great. Good final thoughts. Uh, Bye, everybody.